Hey, Shotmaker podcast listeners. This week's episode, we get to sit down with Nicole Edelman, who is a University of Colorado grad, a business school major, who is actually also a professional volleyball player currently playing over in Europe and France, which is fascinating. So as you'll hear in this episode, we talk about traveling overseas for sports. We talk about the importance of mindset, the importance of preparation for key times. And there's so many great tie-ins between what Nicole is aspiring to do and all of us are aspiring to do as entrepreneurs. So I think you'll find this is a very unique episode in a lot of ways, but a lot of fun to kind of dig into the similarities in mindset and all of those great things that make us shop makers. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So I'm really excited to learn about your background. For those that don't know, you play professional volleyball in Europe right now. But talk us through your journey as a professional athlete. Yeah, gosh, I guess I might as well get started at the beginning. Uh, I grew up in Boulder, Colorado. And from the get-go, I was kind of just doing every sport you could possibly think of. So I went from gymnastics to soccer to basketball. And then when I got started with volleyball, I was about 11 and then I never really stopped from there. So yeah, it took me all over the world. I continued on through high school and then I got my degree at the University of Colorado. I did a double business degree with finance and operations. So thanks to volleyball, uh, (laughs) got all that taken care of. And then I had the tough decision of whether I wanted to pursue the whole business side of the of my interests or to start a professional career. And so I started my professional career after college and never stopped. So I just finished my sixth season over here in Europe and yeah, I've played four countries, been exposed to lots of cultures, <laughs> languages, and a lot of hours on airplanes. So... <laughs> Oh, I bet. But what is it like to play professional volleyball? You know, what is that like the difference between professional and maybe, you know, college or or growing up? Sure. Yeah, it's a blast. It definitely you get exposed to so many different cultures and so many just different people, really. Like I think even this last season, we had 12 girls on our team. And everyone is a professional player, so everyone's getting paid for what they do. So we don't have anyone that's like studying or doing both. And yeah, I think we had maybe nine different countries. So it's kind of a cool experience because you kind of come together and you have all these goals and objectives for the season. And that's like your team for the year. And you work your butt off as hard as you can mentally, physically, give it everything you have and and push yourself compete every weekend or twice a week sometimes. And so, yeah, we kind of, we try to meet those objectives from August through April or, or May sometimes depending on playoffs. And then everyone, depending on the season packs their bags and uh, <laughs> sometimes you stay for another season and sometimes you, you mix it up. So yeah, yeah it's been a great experience, but definitely a whirlwind for sure too. Oh, I bet. And I think, so a lot of our listeners are business owners, but a lot in the hospitality space. So teamwork is a big deal to restaurant owners. So what have you learned, I guess, makes a successful team, especially I think similar to restaurants, right? Coming from all different backgrounds, coming from different countries in a lot of cases. So how, what are some of the things you could say to building an, a successful team? Yeah, I would say like the most important thing is communication. And so once again, when you have 
in this case, like a women's volleyball team where you're coming from all over the world, even if it's Americans, you're coming from different states, you don't know anyone, just the teams that I've played on that have had the most success are the ones that can communicate openly. So sometimes you have those tough conversations, like say if we are going through like a losing streak or things just aren't working in practice, they're not clicking, you have to have those tough conversations. And so it never can, it never has to be from a place of like, oh, this is like a personal attack on someone or all or any of that, but it's like, Hey, we need to be able to communicate effectively and openly to make the team better and to get the results that we want. And so I think that carries over a lot in, in business in that sense, because there's, there's rough patches all around. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in, what, what business you're in, what you're doing. There's always those, those rough patches per se. And so uh, I think that's really what I've learned. It's kind of put me like the, <laughs> in the huge learning curve with, with how to communicate effectively, uh, yeah. especially with people that maybe I didn't know one single thing about where they were from, or maybe it's English as their second language or anything like that. And so it's really figuring out, it's like, Hey, I'm here to support you. We want the same thing. How can we meet that goal? And so I would say that communication piece has been huge for me. And so it's, it's always a learning process, <laughs> um, yes. but I'm really grateful for all the experiences that that volleyball has given me with that. Yeah. And it's so true. Cause I think the other thing that a lot of times in business we forget, but we know a lot in sports is goal setting, right? That like in yeah. sports, you have to have a goal or like, you're just going to lose. I know in golf, if you don't have like a, a, yeah. a goal in mind, it's not good. I'm sure the same is true for volleyball, but in business, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up with day to day that we forget about the moving forward or the getting better piece. Like what were some of the things that you could say help, you know, share goals on a team? Cause I think that's so important even for business owners to remind themselves that everybody on your team really needs to know the goal or the objective in order to be successful. Definitely. Yeah. We had, a, I'll just give an example. Like for this last season, we had a team meeting. And so we had like each athlete had their own, like mental goals and objectives and then, and physical goals. And then we also had team objectives. And so we broke up our season into, you can say it's almost like in, in quarters. Like if you have like a full year, let's say we, we divided up into like our preseason, our first round of the season where you play every team, our second round, same thing. And then our postseason. And so we have like those four quarters. And so we, have these different goals and objectives that we try and, and meet for all of those. And so, and then at the end, it's like, all right, how are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think then from there, you can kind of adjust, like say if we did really, really well in the first half of our season, and let's say we wanted to win out of the 12 games, we wanted to win 10 and we hit those 10. It's like, okay, what do we need to do for our second round to meet that? Or let's reset our goals. Let's try and win all 12. And so I think, Having just those meetings and those times to reflect back on like how are we doing uh, is really helpful to goal set and and to just kind of push the business forward. Yeah, I agree. And I love that idea of an individual goal and a team goal, because in the theory, if everybody gets better, your team gets better. So I think that's really important and something that a lot of times we forget as well. Talk us through, you know, I think what it's so why people love watching sports is because it's hard, right? Like it's really, really hard. But talk us through some of the things that you do to get ready for a game, because I'm sure the pressure must be, you know, tremendous to be out there playing professionally. What are some of the things that you do to get yourself in the right mindset before you go into a game? Definitely. Yeah. I would say too, what I've learned a lot more as a professional, especially in college, you have a certain amount of pressure, but professionally too, each year, I realize how 
much more important mindset is than any physical aspect of it because the strongest and most physical person isn't always the best player. It's always like who's more mentally tough as an individual who's going to be playing the best or as a team. And so I think a lot of the mental prep, it doesn't even have to come through like who's practicing better at the time. It's more of like how to stay relaxed and focused at the same time. So for me that I can kind of have that outlet through watching a lot of video before. So I have like my, my tactics set up for how I want to play. I think also too, just the whole rest and recovery part of it. So like taking good naps before eating correctly, all of that is really important because if you're sleeping, let's say as a professional athlete, like if I'm sleeping five or six hours a night, I'm going to be pretty tired the next day. Right. So I kind of had to learn where was my, like the correct hours that I needed to sleep to feel like I was performing at my my peak. And so if I can get like eight hours and I really feel that, especially just maintaining focus for like three hours at a time, because with sports doesn't matter regardless of what sport is, you have to be like at your peak mentally, physically, emotionally for those three hours if you can. So (laughs) you really kind of recharge the batteries and do that correctly. And yeah, just before a game, just going over tactic plans, again, communicating, with in volleyball, we have, you know, you have teammates. And so it's really communicating with like the offense and the defense and making sure everything runs as smooth as possible. So, yeah, but I think that's so true. And it's such a universal thing. Like for me, I never realized the connection between business and athletics until COVID. Right. But then in those early days of COVID, because we deal with all restaurants, it was so mentally taxing and emotional on everyone that you started to be reminded of like, wow, like I'm exhausted and my clients are exhausted and we're not taking care of ourselves and we're, you know, we're not doing these things. So then it's affecting how we show up and work every day. And, and our business really is not the same because we're all stressed out. And so you really started to realize like, wow, some of those things that you learn in athletics, you know, really make a difference. So all the restaurant owners out there, like you should be making sure you have enough sleep and are ready for that three hours of your dinner rush on Friday night or dinner rush at right? Because it's all the same because you still need to be performing, especially as an owner and a leader, right? If you're tired, it's going to impact your team. It's going to impact how your team is because they see you tired. Oh, I can be tired. Like, you know, so I think people don't realize how important it is to have that peak state. And so much of what you do in athletics is, is the same, you know, in business. What would you say though, when you look back, you know, kind of going in the route of leaders, like what would you say are some of the aspects that make a great coach or coaches that you've played for? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so important. I mean, again, a a coach is the the leader of of every single aspect of the team, especially emotionally. And so I think also too, that kind of ties into being like a business owner. It's the same thing. I think really you have more responsibility than maybe you think with the emotional aspect. And again, maybe come into the goal setting and all of that. But um, yeah, the best coaches that I played under are just, they were just really calm. Like everyone knew what they had to do. And if we executed, then that's great. And we got the results that we wanted. And if things didn't go the way that we wanted, it was never like an explosive response. So I think the more level-headed that a coach can be, the team really just ran better that way. And again, it ties back all into the communication and all that piece. And so, yeah, I think just with business too, is the more that you can communicate effectively and really just be calm through the, the tough times and keep everyone on the same page, the, the better it can be for everybody. 
That's such a good answer because I think we forget, or I think especially in hospitality, they, you know, you think like rule with an iron fist, I have to be mad. Right. But I think you're right that there is an element of people tense up or they're afraid then or not open to communicating. But I love the idea that it, that calm is, is an attribute that's really important to keeping your team while still having the important conversations, not having the anger or, you know, explosiveness that may definitely. And I think too, especially like if things aren't going the way you want, your employees, they're already disappointed or stressed out anyways. And so I think a lot of the time is if it, if things do get too emotional, then it can have that negative effect before it slingshots forward. And so I think if, if you can have those, those tough conversations while still maintaining like emotional calmness, I think that can just propel things forward faster. Yeah, no, I agree. That is such such a good answer. Looking back at the last two years, how has volleyball, especially in Europe, been impacted by COVID? Oh, my gosh, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, COVID was actually a weird time because I think it was the first time since I was probably, again, 13 or 14 that I was not allowed to do, do anything because everything was closed. And so I think it was a good reset for everyone around the world and in, in their professions just to kind of reset and be like, all right, well, what are my values? <laughs> I do need to rest more. It's having that family time and really enjoying. And so it was really strange because coming back over to Europe right after COVID hit, we were playing without the public, without fans. Um, and so that was very interesting just because it just, you don't, you didn't have that atmosphere that you played in. And so it almost felt like you were just like practicing Right. And then it was like, oh, we still need to find that environment, find that fire for not getting it from the atmosphere. This past season was a little bit more normal, but definitely there is still the aspect of masks and all that that we had to work through. But yeah, it was I would say the mental aspect of it was definitely a lot harder because it's already really isolating, especially as like Americans in Europe. Your own only social network really is your is your job, is, is your team. It's like all kind of mixed together. And so then when all of a sudden, like restaurants are closed, movie theaters are closed, you don't really have like any outlets. You, it's just like work home, work home. Yeah. And that first year after COVID was just really difficult to kind of wrap your head around like, all right, I'm pretty isolated. So how can I stay sane and stay uh, in the right mental state and stay motivated to, yeah. to do the best that I can be. And so I think that would probably be the biggest uh, change that I saw with COVID, but no, thankfully now things are, things are getting better. So yeah. And I think it was, I think it was so mental for a lot of Definitely. people, just the uncertainty, how long it was going to go, the shutdowns, you know, I think a lot of our audience, you know, having a restaurant shut down. I mean, it was some mentally challenging times for sure. But I think one thing looking back is it's important to see like that you made it through that. I mean, you know, that's a crazy thing. And just, you know, the fact that you got your team made it through and everybody kind of just came back and, and rose above the challenge. You know, it says a lot for like being able to overcome, you know, any obstacle going forward. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think too, is you, you don't realize the things that you took for granted before COVID. And so I think again, it was just another kind of a reset with all of that. It's like, all right, this is, this is good stuff. Like this is a privilege. And so it's kind yeah. of, 
having that other perspective too, and just being really grateful about everything moving forward when things are, when things are good. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And I think even the team, right. I think a lot of restaurant owners, it was such a time to reset and like appreciate your team because, you know, the idea that they almost went away, it's like, Oh no, I really love my management team. I want them to stay. I don't want them to go away. You know? And and until you go through that, you never really realize how important those roles are. So I, I agree. There's a lot of like good lessons there and things to be thankful for. Yeah, I definitely agree. So looking ahead, what are some of the things that volleyball has taught you now that you kind of transition into uh, the business world? Yeah. Oh gosh. There's so many things I would say probably one thing that I really learned is like how to push myself because there's so many different aspects to, in this case, like being a professional athlete in in volleyball where it's like, all right, I have to be at my 100% physically. Okay. So I need to be eating correctly, sleeping correctly, doing weights, as much as I need to, I need to be pushing and all that. And then there's the whole tactical aspect, the whole mental aspect. And so I think I don't, I don't really realize how taxing it is until the season's done where I can breathe for a little bit. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was really pushing into high gear there. I think it's just kind of always that strive for, for perfection, for improving, just really kind of, I'm always just pushing those boundaries. And I realize that you can always push more and, and kind of set new boundaries and set new goals. And so I think just um, having that aspect of, of challenging myself and striving for, for, for perfection that I know I'm never going to achieve, but I think uh, that aspect just kind of always helps me to, again, goal set and just to be the best that I can be. Yeah. Which is great. And that's where I think so many times as business owners, you know, it's like, oh, I'm new at this or I don't know what I'm doing or, you know, we can be so hard on ourselves. But I think you're right. If you go from an aspect of improving and getting better and challenge yourself in a new way, like even if this is the first time you're running a business, that's okay, right? We're just going to learn and we're going to be better next year than we are this year. And I think that's the biggest, you know, mindset difference between people who, you know, are ultimately successful and people who aren't. It's just that idea of like constantly getting better, which is where I think having an, you know, a background in athletics, even if business will be new, it will, it will serve you well. It's a, it's, those are great lessons. Yeah. I think along with that too, just kind of touching off of what you mentioned is like not being afraid to make mistakes is so huge. If you do get too wrapped up in like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. I can't do this. uh, And you kind of get paralyzed. Like it doesn't help yourself. It doesn't help your team or your bit. Like it kind of just freezes everything. And so I think like um, the more carefree (laughs) that you can be with mistakes while still like owning up to them, but just kind of maintaining your confidence through those mistakes can be really helpful. And again, that's a huge, that's still a learning curve for me because no one likes messing up, but it's part of life. (laughs) So I I think that is something. And, And the thing with sports too is like, you make a mistake in front of thousands, millions of people sometimes being on your sport. And so I think you really have to be okay with like going after it. And if you do make a mistake, that's okay. Everyone's going to do it, but just kind of moving on uh, fast from that is, is a big takeaway. And again, Oh, it's always a learning experience and it's a learning curve, but I think that's something that if you can grasp that as quickly as possible, it can help with any aspects of life. 
No, those are such good life lessons. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I think these were awesome you know, tips and so universal to what everyone I think is dealing with right now. But we really appreciate your time. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Thanks so much. And do you have any social media where people can follow you or? Yeah, all my accounts are just uh, Nicole Edelman straight through. And so I post sports stuff, business stuff when, when I have some time. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So we will definitely follow because it's definitely. always cool to say we talk to a professional athlete. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>